How did you get into video games? This is something that I fondly look back on in my past and it's always cool to hear other experiences and I want to share mine in this podcast episode. Before we begin, if you have any feedback or questions you want me to answer, feel free to leave them in the comments wherever you're listening to. So when I was five years old, my brothers were the ones who actually owned all of the consoles since they were 12 years older than me. And most of the time playing through these games that I found were through them, which is really, uh, really strange because usually you have the siblings that are like the same age as you or just a little bit older or a little bit younger and my family was a little bit different in terms of the ages and also of the games that were played earlier on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the Nintendo Entertainment System was the first game that I can actually remember seeing and briefly playing a little bit I remember being in my brother's room and actually playing a little bit of the game and seeing how it worked. And surprisingly enough, they were pretty impressed uh, at a young age that I was able to get through some of the parts that they struggled with. And this kind of carried on into future games. It's really cool to really remember because at the start, I thought it was Super Mario Bros for the Nintendo, but it was actually Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was very popular at the time. And you know, even more before then, and just getting into platforming games is probably one of the reasons that it's my favorite genre today. I remember a lot of fun memories playing through games like Super Mario Brothers, which was, I believe, the first game that I ever completed, and then also playing Sonic the Hedgehog 2. The one annoying thing, though, about having brothers that are much older than you, and when you're that young, is that a lot of the games that you play uh, are very short or my brothers also at the same time didn't really want me to like play so much because they always like played on the system and I was really young and they didn't want me to break anything, which surprisingly enough, I don't remember ever breaking any of my systems or controllers, at least like not on purpose or doing anything like that. So actually playing through these games like Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which is surprisingly still one of the earliest platformers besides the other two that I mentioned. And then going on to other games, other sports games like hockey and Madden was a really awesome experience. It was strange going into the earlier systems as it's something that was so new to me at the time. And even like even playing through these games, there were still things that I didn't experience in that time. Uh, during the earlier years, I never really played RPGs, JRPGs, or any of the other genres that you see in a lot of games today that I enjoy. And I guess a lot of that is due to having limited time with these systems to be honest, not until my brothers moved is until when I really could experience the systems. And luckily they left the Sega Genesis and the Nintendo since they moved on and they were going into a different school and stuff. So after they moved out, that's when I really 
was allowed to play a lot of these games. And also I was getting older by that time since starting at five years old and then going until around when I was seven years old, I had so many fond memories of playing games like Street Fighter 2, which was my first fighting game and one of the reasons I really love it today. And also playing other games with my friend, when we were younger, which was the Sonic Race Mode and Sonic 2. Not only that, but I also had the Sega Game Gear, which was something that I had later on after my brothers left. And I remember playing a lot of cool games on that, like some Transformers games, uh, Power Rangers, and some, I think, Looney Tunes games at the time. And it was just a wonderful experience that I, I still get a little bit teary-eyed when I think about it today. And I, I still kind of feel like the Game Gear was a really underrated system. It had a lot of issues with the battery life though, but it was a really a fun and my first handheld experience before getting the Game Boy Color later on is something that I took some time to really think about. And it was surprising that a lot of these earlier games, especially like going back to the Sega, I still didn't have a lot of money growing up, so a lot of times I went to rental stores during the time and rented a lot of the games that I actually wanted. So stuff like Bomberman, which I was really in love with during my earlier years, and then also having other rental systems. If you remember the Sega channel, that was a thing that was briefly, I think for a couple years out, and it was something that's really strangely revolutionary. I noticed that with Sega, they did a lot of things ahead of the time, like the Sega channel, then you had the Dreamcast with the internet, but the Sega channel allowed you to play games on a monthly basis that changed. And it was like, I think $14, $15 a month or something like that. And I was introduced to a lot of different genres, a lot of Disney games, surprisingly enough, uh, more sports games. And I probably did play some JRPGs during that time. It's just, I can't really remember it because during that time it was still hyped on a lot of platforming games and going into the whole platforming game genre, playing even more things like the Super Mario Bros. 2 and Super Mario World, which is my favorite video game of all time because it's of a lot of family reasons. And during those earlier years, even though I didn't really get to play a lot until later on, I remember spending so much time with my family, the most time actually, and that is one of the other reasons that is very fond to me. I didn't really get my own system until the PlayStation 1, and that was during Christmas, and that's probably my most memorable Christmas of all time because I remember really being excited for it, especially after asking for it earlier that year. And it's something that at the time, I couldn't believe that actually happened. Playing some of the earlier PlayStation 1 games, I was introduced to the Metal Gear Solid series. I was introduced to 3D platforming like Crash Bandicoot. Parappa the Rapper was the thing that I played on those demo discs along with like games like Cube and what other things were on that list? It was Cube, Parappa the Rapper, Crash Bandicoot demo, I think, uh, Tomb Raider, Spiral the Dragon, I think, and um, Armored Core. That was another really fun game and 
It's a game that I, I could definitely talk about the whole PlayStation experience and the fond memories of that. But I just wanted to really talk about what really got me into gaming. And I guess my first handheld was the Game Boy Color, which there were so many awesome games that I played on that. And surprisingly enough, it was my first golf game with Mario Golf. And that was a game that I initially thought was a different game. And I was really surprised. But being younger, you kind of don't have a choice. And that's something that I don't regret buying. I mean, I mean, if like now, I probably wouldn't play it. But at the time, uh, just getting into different genres was one of the most fun things when growing up. And I'm just very lucky to play a lot of games. And believe it or not, my first Legend of Zelda experience was on the Game Boy, and that was Oracle of Seasons, and that was a really awesome one, too. I think I also played Link's Awakening, which I'm really happy to see that there's a new one coming out. But yeah, that's my experience of gaming in general and how I personally got into it during my earlier years. I would love to come with a follow-up episode in the future of my gaming from that point onward into the next generation consoles. I just wanted to give a brief history of how I personally got into it. It's something that I always wanted to talk about and always produce in some kind of content way. And I never really got to do that until now. So I'm very happy that I was able to relive some of those memories. And hopefully this kind of sparked you into what got you into gaming, whether it was on the PC with a lot of first person shooters or RTS or strategy games, or if it was something else that was really out there that wasn't a console game, or maybe it wasn't a game on PC that got you into gaming. Maybe it was just something else entirely. And it's something that if I, if I probably didn't have my brothers, I'm not sure how it would have really went. I mean, I could have probably had a single console system since I didn't have to worry about that, but it's something that I'm very grateful for and I'm very happy to still play games and I should really play with them more often. Feel free to leave a comment in the comment section of your experience or if you enjoyed this podcast or if you would love to see more of these types of videos in the future, it would be pretty fun to do. And if you're also here, then feel free to leave a rating in the app store or wherever you're listening from as that is very helpful and allows my podcast to be seen in the search engine a lot easier. Thank you so much for joining me in this audio episode, everyone, and take care.